Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. I was immersed in this art. I'm four-time Emmy-nominated and three-time Emmy-winning actor James Spader. Before I turn you over to the boys for this week's episode, I wanted to clue you in on a remarkable little website I recently discovered. Once you access the online portal at https colon forward slash forward slash www.patreon.com forward slash report this post, you'll be given the unique opportunity to receive four additional bonus episodes of report this post delivered to you weekly. (laughs) It's really quite exceptional. I don't know why they're not marketing this. Oftentimes, I'll pour myself a glass of Chateau Cheval Blanc and relax upon my veranda as the dulcet tones of Geiger and Christian exit my Amazon Alexa and wash over my body, leaving me in a euphoria I've not experienced since my tantric studies in Tibet. I shan't be keeping you any longer. I know how you clamber for your jesters, your Harley Quins, the fools you've come to love and admire. Now I'll pass you on to your MCs, your hosts, with the posts, Geiger and Christian. episode of report this post my name is geiger that is christian hello everybody and we are your hosts with the posts uh before we get into the episode i want to give a uh, big thanks to our friend james spader for uh <laughs> introducing us close personal friend uh i believe christian uh gotten I reached good, out. good contact yeah, with him i reached out to him we we, we used to do uh we used to do improv back in the day. Oh yeah, and you know, and then stuff. Like oh, when that. you guys were in Milwaukee together, yeah, sure, I remember that. <laughs> That's good improv right there. Just saying, sure. Um, <laughs> so we have a uh, very, very special episode today. <sighs> this week, uh, we are actually an unprecedented. We are doing a uh, a, tr- a trilogy of sorts, the love trilogy. We're yes. calling it. Uh, we're going to cover all, three topics, uh, all pretty much related in this week's episode. I think they're all intrinsically related. Very yeah. much so, <laughs> uh, because uh, Valentine's Day is uh, this week, right, so we're, we're very excited. Uh, each each topic is uh, closely related to that. The first one is about dating, and then the second one is about marriage, and the third one is about... The big D, baby. Divorce. <laughs> so we found a lot of good posts covering all the oh, bases. Oh, boy. Uh, this, this, all this shit is a fucking gold mine online. It, so. it really is. It's very good. You want to get started with dating? Yeah. I do want to, I do want to ask you though. Yes, sir. Uh, how glad are you that you no longer have to date? It's, it's pretty nice not have oh, to deal God. with that shit. Reading some of this stuff and just thinking back, what a nightmare. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, there are some, um, you know, a lot of younger people who are confused by how the opposite sex works, it seems. and uh, Sure are. They're confu- <laughs> confused by a lot of things in life, but especially that. Great. I, I'll, I'll open with this. Please. My 29 male girlfriend, 23 of five months, got drunk last night. Uh-huh. I don't drink for moral reasons. 
and I always thought I would be okay with having a girlfriend that drinks occasionally, as long as she's not getting plastered every few days. She does drink occasionally, but last night she went with friends to a bar, and when I called her to talk, I just couldn't believe how she sounded. It's one of the reasons I don't drink, not being in full control of myself. We talked for a few minutes, and I asked her not to overdo the drinking. I'm not sure she was already stopped at that point. After we hung up, I started crying, because I think I may not be able to handle having a girlfriend that would get that drunk. I imagine scenarios in which somebody gets hurt, but, but everybody's too drunk to realize, and nobody calls an ambulance or something. Oh, my God. This morning, I thought about it again, and again, I cried. I <laughs> I suppose I'm more annoyed by alcohol than I am at her. I don't know if this is normal response. Yeah. I suffer from anxiety sometimes, and I'm wondering if the way I'm feeling is because of that or mm. more because of her drinking. Hmm. I wonder which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> cried twice at his girlfriend uh, having beers. Cried, cried once because she was out with her friends and she yes. was drunk. You're calling your girlfriend while she's out with her friends drinking, yes. and you're expecting her to uh, talk to you on the phone? <laughs> uh, um, Bad, bad, bad choice yes. to begin with. Then you're remembering it and then crying again. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> God knows how much he was crying writing this post. Just tears oh, boy. pouring out of his face. Uh, <laughs> that sucks. Um, all right. So this is, uh, I believe that was from Reddit. I would say oh, yes. that was yeah, the yeah, relationships. Sure was. One of those, yeah. This is also from Reddit. This is from the... Um, this is uh this is from the Ask Reddit, so Reddit. Okay. Uh ladies of Reddit, how did a guy ruin their chances with you? And I have three different quick little tales here. Okay. This is from at armchair slacktivism. He was wearing a cast on his leg, said he got beat up. Oh no, that's awful, poor guy. Well, it turns out that his son beat him up after witnessing him <laughs> abuse his ex wife one too many times. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's a great, great first date. Um, (laughs) Good Lord. This next one is from at only one Leah. Met a guy at a wing restaurant after I got off work. The majority of the time we were there, he talked about his (laughs) ex-wife. After he finished eating, he asked if I wanted to get frozen custard or see a movie. I told him I'd rather watch a movie, since, and since I didn't know the area very well, I'd follow him to the theater in my own car. Instead of driving to the theater, he drove to the custard place. He didn't even mention the movie again. Just ordered himself a big custard. <laughs> so just, just <laughs> took off on his own. Just said, uh, yeah, I'm just going to get custard. I, why, did, <laughs> why did he offer the movie? A sweet tooth. <laughs> Lord. Uh, this is from at Wrapped Scallion Rodent. <laughs> We were acquainted with each other through work, and it was the first date. We were in a park, walking along, talking. Everything's normal up till then. Suddenly, one of the many pigeons walking around the fountain wandered near us. The guy stops what he's saying mid-sentence and takes a running kick at the pigeon. The pigeon is too fast for him and takes off, landing just a couple feet away. The guy takes it personally and goes running after the pigeon, again, repeatedly trying to kick it. Finally, the pigeon ends the standoff by flying up to a tree. The guy takes off his shoe and throws it at the pigeon, (laughs) who's now feeling confident in the tree. The shoe misses. So the guy picks up his shoe, puts it back on, and starts walking back to me, sulking and swearing under his breath as he half-heartedly kicks at any pigeon near him. Wow. (laughs) So these are three great uh, first first dates. Excellent. (laughs) 
That's um, really good. Yeah. Throw your shoe at a pigeon. That'll that'll impress a one. Yeah. What happened with this guy in the in pigeons at some point? <sighs> I I went to I went to art school, and uh, I can imagine the kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. It's it's an art school thing. Pigeons. Uh, just. Okay. All right. So how about uh? I'm not sure what that means. But what's <laughs> <that>? <laughs> how about uh, do you remember dating? Early dating, like. Sure. I high school. Try not try not to think about a lot of those times, yeah. but yeah, let's do it. What you got? All right. This is a uh, from Reddit. What was the worst your worst first dating experience? Okay. I dated this girl in grade nine, and I still shudder thinking about it. She was a sort of parasite that fed off attention. She was leached onto a friend of mine, but decided to start sucking the life out of me after I was nice to her. Yes. By which I mean I acknowledged her presence. He tried to warn me about her, but I didn't listen. The first day after I met her, I began to experience what it's like to be stalked by her. She was a social vampire in the way that she would stand behind me until I acknowledged her existence, at which point she would immediately pull up a chair, push my friends out of the way, and would begin talking to me exclusively. If I tried talking to anyone else, she would insert herself into the conversation and try to make it about her again. Still, this was not enough of a red flag for me to not continue seeing her. She also liked horses. A lot. Like a weird amount. People make jokes about horse girls, but she made the stereotype look like some real pussy shit. (laughs) She kept asking me to look at her drawings, and I eventually relented because I was too kind to tell her to fuck off. I should have. She liked to draw what she called miximals, which were just mixes and matches of animals. Not a bad concept, except all the animals she mixed had horse parts and throbbing gigantic horse erections. Uh. The first one she showed me was a horse with eight spider legs and a giant horse cock (laughs) fully erect. It sat underneath the spider horse like a stinger, one I'm sure she regularly pretended she was stabbing her. When I went home, she added me on Facebook on three separate accounts, all with different names. On her main, she started talking to me about how she was super wet and about her masturbation habits while simultaneously sending me pictures of gore. On the other account, she pretended to be other people from school to talk to me about herself and to try to see if I was interested in her. I actually didn't realize it was her until a few days in when I asked a friend why he was being so weird and talking about her so much. And the best part, this was all in a 24-hour period. Mm. She did this every day for weeks, and it didn't matter how many times I told her that I was fucking hating her guts, she wouldn't go. Every day she would try to talk to me or try to add me on a different account because I blocked her, or she would give me surprise hugs from behind. She only left when she got bored of me and attached herself to someone else. She still scares me, and I genuinely feel threatened by her. Cool. Young love. Yeah. Uh, we've all been there. We've all had the the girls send you spider horse cock. Gore. Uh, mix, mixables? Mixables. Yeah, it's pretty good. Not trademarked. We could get out on that. Uh, oh, shirt design idea. Um, <laughs> that's an exclusive. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, yeah, did you ever have anything quite like that? In, uh, did you have any crazy exes? dating stories anything insane like that i really don't i, just, I don't I, know like no i think everybody like when they're especially in high school everybody's insane because you don't know how the fuck to act sure so but nothing yeah. nothing like that no, no nothing, nothing quite. with multiple accounts or anything yeah and i'm glad if I, anything i was probably that person absolutely so well yeah just based on the your contact with me it's a very similar sort of mm. okay mm. so this is a um this is a quick little post uh, this is a gal I found on uh, Twitter. Her name is Bree. She just she had a little thread about her um, convos on Tinder. It's not an uncommon thing you see on sure. Twitter. Girls sharing this, but this one I thought was uh, 
I didn't really know. Okay, so she posted this convo, and it started out with this guy named Max. Eight out of ten. And Bree says, is that my rating? Max says, yeah. You want a better rating? $10 Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's a good one. That's, I, 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 I kind of respect the the, awesome. the grift. Yeah. yeah, sure. That is, um, she gets nothing out of the, I, I just, I think it's awesome. I wonder if any, I wonder if anybody has ever fallen for that. There's got to be some really dumb bra that's saw so, so that I was like, well, I got to make sure my rating's good. <laughs> I'm definitely higher than a six. Yeah, here's twenty. Good job, Max, and good luck. All right, this is also a Reddit post. <clears throat> this is from the Today I Fucked Up subreddit. Have Absolutely, you ever been on there? Tifu. So this is, today I fucked up by dating the girl I did not know was my cousin and my whole family found out. Ah. Hmm. All right. My reputation is hurting and everybody's clowning on me right now. Yeah. No shit. (laughs) I am 17 and my cousin Brianna is a month older, so she's also 17. I need to give background on how this happened. We were dating for a year. So my mother divorced my biological father when I was born because he was having like three affairs. She raised me as a single mother up until I was three years old. And then she met my stepdad. I'm really cool with him, but I can't trust him just like if he was my real dad. My mom cut off absolutely all contact with every family member from my biological father's side. My mom was looking through my Facebook, so she was basically Facebook stalking me. She called me over to her room in a pretty upset voice. She showed me a woman's profile on her phone and was asking me, and I was asking her what the problem was. She said that that was an aunt from my real father's side, and she told me she wanted me to block her. Looking at the picture of the woman, holy shit, that's my girlfriend's mom. Mm. I'm shook. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. I kind of didn't believe her and thought that it was a joke, so I went to my girlfriend's house to see what was going on. I talked to her mom, asking about Facebook and how she had him as a friend. I had no profile picture of myself, just of my truck and my family as my cover photo. I asked her why she had added me, and she had a sick look on her face. She threw up in the trash can and said I was her brother's son. And this is in parentheses, her nephew. Thank you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had to tell Brianna about it, and word got out to everybody. Now it's pretty shitty. I don't think I can ever fix this. So then there was an edit. Sure. Let's let's hear it. We are staying together. We love each other too much. After we graduate, we're moving into an apartment together. We graduate in three months. She's turning 18 next month, and I turn 18 in two months. We are going to stay together in an apartment while we go to college. We are going to the same university since it has majors and certificates for many different departments. Great. So it's perfect. So it's a perfect story with no issues whatsoever. <laughs> Can't see how anything could possibly oh, go wrong. With that. Mm. Especially not the low, the the least of which the uh, incestual relationship, but the whole we are moving in together as soon as we graduate high school. Can't can't see anything possibly. He, he said something about a truck. His profile picture was a truck. Yeah, I think we I think we get what's going on here. Sure, these are. Some hillbilly motherfuckers. Hillbilly, hillbilly and a jillbilly. <laughs> now, is that the your profile word? picture's a truck. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's not a lot of uh, sophisticated uh, truck profile people. Uh, and to anyone out there with a truck in their profile picture listening, I'm deeply apologizing. Please go to <laughs> Patreon.com/support this post to support the show. Um, I found a, uh, a Facebook group called Tender Tales. Tales from Tinder, ladies 
well, pretty much all ladies post. Yeah, there. I can you can imagine. imagine the same sort of things. But I found a, a, an interesting one here. Um, she posted this exchange that went a little bit something like this. The guy said, "Hello, sweetheart." The lady said, "Hi. Did you read my profile?" The guy said, "Certainly." She said, "So you read my profile where I said not to use terms of endearment to address me, and you chose <laughs> to cross that boundary." Ooh. So mm. the guy says. My dear, <laughs> you will find yourself alone forever if you continue on down this path. Beta males are useless, as are the men who would allow a woman to talk to them like I'd imagine you'd talk to oh, men. Oh, boy. You will be alone at the end of all this, and you will be filled with regret. I'm telling you, stop with your bullshit ideals. It's given you nothing so far, and it will continue not to bear fruit for you. Your women's rally and pink hats are ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Learn how to be a woman for once, a soft, endearing woman who lets her man lead. Good luck, sweetheart. Leave politics out of online dating. Enjoy 2020 MAGA. <laughs> so leave politics out of dating. Uh, enjoy 2020 MAGA. I, I'm thinking there wasn't going to be a, quite a love connection there anyways, huh? Yeah, probably not. Uh, I like the idea of uh, her saying, I don't want you to just call me sweetheart and know where is politics. Somehow that's, has, that's politics. <laughs> Hell, what isn't? Yeah, what isn't these days, huh? That sucks. Huh? Yeah, that sucks. That's really bad. Uh, that's on the Facebook group Tinder Tales. Tinder Tales. I'm gonna have to check that. Was that a you had to join that, or was that a? No. You never join any Facebook group. You I, somehow find all the. Well, I specifically groups. look for the non the groups you don't have to join. Yeah, smart, because yeah. I'm like in a bunch of groups now, and it sucks. Yeah, the best ones are probably the ones you have to join, but yeah. I just I don't I just don't I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get stuck in them like you get stuck in them in the Yeah, it's and hard. You can leave them anytime. Yeah, I know. Just, it's just I got to remember to do it. Yeah. <sighs> All right. This last one for me on this. I am shorter than my girlfriend when she wears heels and she refuses to wear anything but heels. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. So this is going to sound super petty, but I think it looks weird when a girl is taller than the guy she's with. Normally, it's never a problem for me. I'm 5'10". And the girls I've dated have always happened to be around 5'3 or 5'6. The girl I'm with dating now is 5'8. It wasn't a problem when we first met because she was wearing flats and I was wearing boots. So I didn't even think about it. Now that we're dating, she constantly wants to wear heels anytime we go anywhere. Now she's towering over me and I hate it. When we first went out, I didn't want to start off on the wrong foot, so I didn't say anything except for just, Wow, you're tall. Alrighty then. And now it's been two months and she's still doing it. I've spoken to her about it, saying that I hate how it makes us look, and she keeps saying it's fine, and that I'm being stupid for thinking it looks bad. Hmm. What do? <laughs> cool. So, uh, so this uh, gigantic 5'10". This monster. <laughs> Adonis <laughs> is having a little bit of trouble with his... Uh, this Greek statue <laughs> of a man is uh, dating the world's tallest woman, who's 5'8". Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he can't handle the heels, huh? I just like the whole fact. I, like, I, I, I'm trying to think of like if I said to my wife, like, like trying to like do like a backhanded thing, like the whole like, mm, is that what you're like? Not gonna go well. It's you know, it's one of those. This happens many times online where both sides are are so fucking stupid. <laughs> like where he, where he's, you know, he's a, uh, he's so, you know, emasculated by. His this lady being an this inch taller Amazon than him, bride. and then she's also like, "Yeah, I don't really care if you feel that. I'm just going to do it anyway." Yeah, <laughs> like, eh, your feelings don't really matter to me. Like, like he's 
<laughs> this feeling shouldn't matter, but also she should still in some way respect it <laughs> if yeah, it's going to be a good relationship. Like, he, I have so, talked to her about it multiple times. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, he, he gave her the talking to Well, <laughs> she didn't listen because she's going to beat his ass. <laughs> this little shrimp. <laughs> a little nothing, little wisp of a man. Uh, I, I'm going to finish off the dating uh, segment with this. This is just some guy ranting on Facebook. <laughs> when your ex denies getting eaten out by your dog, then <laughs> lies to your face about stupid shit that I didn't care about in the first place. Get over yourself. <laughs> Change starts with not lying to yourself nor anyone else. I'm glad she's out of my life. All she did was cause more problems for me in the long run. Ooh, and then wow. af- after that, he... Uh, he was having, you know, he he could see the light heart hearted side of it, and he did a post that said, "My dog has no nuts, but still gets pussy." LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> I think that perfectly <laughs> transitions us to um, <laughs> to the marriage. next stage, which is marriage the uh, the holy the holy <laughs> union. <laughs> Between two people that are badly in love. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Christian and I are both married, not to each other, but we might as well be. But uh, we are we are married to uh, two wonderful ladies, and uh, we enjoy the benefits of that. We have children. We have love. We have tax breaks and stuff. We have all the good stuff, right? Breaks? I don't I don't I let my old lady handle all that yeah, shit. See, I don't, did, yeah, yeah, see, whatever. you're just talking out the side of your mouth too. Yeah, quite well quite literally right now, yeah. Okay. Well she's right behind me. Um but let's get started. Let's talk about marriage. Okay. Now, you like marriage, right? I think it's pretty good. I like going to weddings. These are very fun. Weddings are fun, yeah. Dance around. Dance Prance around. around. Open bar. You yep. one of the last ones out there. Yeah, all, all to the, uh, the the final hours of the night. Just drag it on. Uh, yeah. One thing I am glad is I don't have to plan for a wedding. That's right. Here's a post I found about planning for a wedding. Mm-hmm. My, 26 male, fiance, 26 female, of a three-year relationship is having conflicts with my mother and also wants to invite a ton of random questionable people to our wedding who I don't want there. My fiance and I met three years ago at an alumni, alumni mixer at our college. The only conflict in our relationship has been due to her traveling so often for her job and my desire to stay close to my family. My fiance comes from a broken home and doesn't entirely get how important family is to me. This has become an increasingly difficult issue as we plan our wedding, which will be in April. Originally, my fiance wanted a small wedding of 20 to 40 friends and family. I agreed to this at first, but after consulting my mother, who wants to plan the wedding, I realized that we would have to plan for 100 to 125 guests to include my parents' extended family. That's really bizarre to me. Yeah. My fiancé was hesitant at first, but agreed after explaining how important family is to me. Yes. She insisted that she invite enough people to fill the bride's side, saying that she will feel humiliated if it's just my family. Some of the people she's chosen are pretty questionable, though from some high school friends who recently spent time in prison for cultivating marijuana to two guys she had a threesome with in college. Oh. She says I'm being jealous and that they shared a truly important but <laughs> it's special moment of oneness due to being high on LSD at the time. 
She also wants to invite 10 people she met at a conference for her research a couple years ago. I don't have a problem with them personally, but the last time we went to dinner with them, they got into a loud argument about the life cycle of some parasite that pigs catch from bats, and I don't want a repeat of this at my wedding. And then there's my ex-girlfriend from college. I dumped Amy after she cheated on me with some guy from the basketball team. She ended up getting pregnant with him and dropped out of school to have the kid. She still has contacted me a few times since then when it hasn't worked out with whatever guy she's been seeing and drunkly tries to get back together with me or hook up. She apparently had another kid with a different guy since college. I do not want Amy at my wedding, especially bringing her kids and who knows what other guy she's currently seeing. Amy and I are not friends, and I do not want her at my wedding, but my fiancé seems to think that means I'm not over her, and it is annoyed at me. Her logic is that as a, I was with her for more than a year, so she w- must be an important part of my past, and that I should be comfortable acknowledging her like she is comfortable with those guys from her threesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is beyond ridiculous, but I can't seem to reason with her. Uh. Finally, there's a potential conflict with her maid of honor and my best man. Her maid of honor, she chose, is a friend who's highly involved in social activism and got arrested at Back Lives Matter protest in our city a couple months ago. My best man happens to be a cop. Uh, I don't know if he was involved in her arrest or if he was even on duty at the protest. And I, oh and I know she has the right to choose whoever she wants to as her maid or honor. I just feel it could end up being a bad decision. So those are all the things that have been coming up, and I feel like it could all explode at any minute. How can I stop this from getting out of control? Oh, boy. This sounds perfect. This sounds like <laughs> this is a script, right? This is... <laughs> I actually that, I edited parts of that out. Wow. Um, yeah. So uh, let's let's review the main characters. We have a uh, we have a cop. We have a, we have a blue lives matter guy, and then we have a black lives matter person activist. Yeah. And then best uh, man in made of water. We we have a uh, truly two, psycho fiance. <laughs> yes. We, who. Had a threesome with two two guys in college on LSD on LSD and it was a very special time. So she wants to invite them to her wedding. How special must it have been? It had to have been pretty fucking good. I guess Jesus she's gonna walk Christ. in there and just see those guys and be like, "Yep, those are the guys that uh, <laughs> DP'd me when I was two guys, two guys with dreadlocks." <laughs> Yeah, oh. They're just fucking packy sacking. Yeah, and he's just gonna slouch over as she walks past him and does the little little wave at them. <laughs> and he's oh man, those those fingers were in their mouth. Yeah, that's cool. Um, really, really good start to a, uh, <laughs> to marriage. <laughs> Is that all that shit? Oh. Yeah, weddings are already. Uh, you know, if you're planning a wedding. They're on the stressful side, right? Yeah. Just with, with everyone being just regular, normal people and family and shit. Yeah, the, the, the thing of it being a small wedding, I have, we had a small wedding. Um, not we, but... Our wedding will be grand. <laughs> It'll be. Um, but the whole uh, having to have 150 people there for your, fam- your parents' extended family, really bizarre. 150, is, is she, are they saying that's a small wedding? Yeah, to his parents. That's now this Pegasus. His parents are planning the wedding again. Weird. Yeah, to me, a small wedding is like uh, six people, and any more <laughs> than that is a humongous wedding. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's fun. Uh, I got one post about um, about wedding planning as well. Okay. And, um, this is from the relationship advice subreddit. Uh, I only 
I got the thread title and I didn't get anything else because I thought the thread title was good enough. Okay. My fiance does not want a traditional wedding cake for a wedding, but instead wants peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not okay with this. Am I in the wrong? Is this normal? <laughs> I'm not going to read anything else. I just... Oh. So her <laughs> fiance is like, I really don't want that wedding cake. I really want peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my God. I'm sure they mean something to him, but... Uh, I just don't care. That's uh, that sucks. Oh boy, can you imagine going to a wedding? We had cupcakes. Just, just uh, that's still in the family. Yeah, we I mean, had I, a cake and then we had cupcakes. I would, I would rescind any gift I was giving if I went to went to your wedding and that was there. But it's still not terrible. It's not peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Well, you're not getting invited to anything. I have another wedding planning one myself here. Go for it. This is from our personal finance. Interesting. This huh? is going to be a good one. <laughs> it's, it's short, but broke after wedding. Is this common? Question mark. <laughs> I paid for it all on my own. It was a rather cheap wedding, but my fiance and I had to pay for it all because our parents and family could only do so much. But it was the best day of our lives, and we are not in debt over it, just don't have any savings left. How to restart? Is this common? Um... Yeah, I think that's pretty common, especially because it doesn't sound like you might have had too much to begin with. It would be my... Well, yeah, I guess it depends on what they started with, yeah. If it was a... Uh, the, the responses to this is like, uh, how did you save it in the first place? Just do that again. That's, yeah. And that's uh, okay. basically that uh, 20 or 30 times over right. and over again. Right. Because <laughs> our personal finance is another great place where everybody has a wild hair up their ass about they are the... Know it all on it. So. You know, a lot of people who say don't spend money on anything, oh. like literally don't don't spend money. Hoardable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one is about uh, marriage itself. My husband has disassoci- disassociative identity disorder, which is multiple personalities, and I love it. I. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of them has unique traits, favorite colors, different quirks, and different general tastes. They cannot take over my husband's body. They've tried before when I asked about it and said that it's too difficult. My husband and I met over Xbox Live and happened to both be very good writers. So when we got together, we enjoyed some textual role-playing as well as collaborating on several stories together. When he trusted me enough, he let the others role-play with me instead. Though they couldn't take over, he wrote exactly what they wanted him to. Over time, I got to know each and every one. And truthfully, I love each and every one. It's hard not to. So uh, someone responded, has he been clinically diagnosed? And she said, thanks for your question. He hasn't been clinically diagnosed, and he'd rather not be. My own personal diagnosis comes from three years of extensive research and open communication with other people who share the same condition. So she Googled... These things, and now she's an expert on it. What is textual role play? I'm going to guess sexting, right? So they met. They met on Xbox Live, which is ten thousand red flags for everything. And um, I think he's. I think he's just like doing bits. Oh yeah, and she thinks he's got this bizarre brain or something. He's. She's like she's just sexting with the the cast of Hee Haw. Yeah. And uh, she loves it. <laughs> yeah, there were several several comments. They were like, "Should you do something? You should probably do something." About it. And she's like, "Nope, it's great." 
and then people were like, "Okay, what? Why are you posting this? What are you? What are you actually yeah, doing?" Yeah, what are you trying? What's what? Like, should you get some help? Nope. Okay, is it bad? Nope. What's? Is there any problem? Nope. All right. Thanks. Thanks for telling Thank us. <laughs> Thank you. Next. All right. Yeah. That sucks. God. The Xbox. Xbox Live is. Uh, <laughs> you assume everyone on there has uh, some sort of brain problem. Well, anyone on there that's. Uh, uh, marrying people they meet on there, I, was, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I was going to say, what's your gamer tag? <laughs> All right. This is a Quora. Ever since you brought that up, I love this site now. It's great. One of the best sites. It's the Yahoo Answers for Smart People. Yes. Who are also dumb. <laughs> so here's a question I found related to marriage. What do I do if I think my husband is trying to have someone kill me? Uh, All right. Classic question. Just, I mean, who, who hasn't thought that? <laughs> Who wasn't laid on their back in the field under the apple tree staring up and just thought, ah. I, th- I think my <laughs> husband's trying to have someone kill me. So here's the answer this gal got. If you suspect this, I'm guessing that yours is not a healthy marriage to the extreme. Get out now. Boy, that's an understatement. Yeah. I, mean, I would also would. immediately talk to the police about your concerns. You also need the help of a women's shelter to help with the emergency housing, emergency escape, safety plans, and general emotional support. It may be wise to let your husband know you have reported your concerns to the police in case he thinks he won't be suspected. You need to be safe first, and I would be guided by police and women's shelter workers in this regard. Keep in mind that the first six months following decision to leave an abusive relationship are the most dangerous, so you really need to ensure the safety of you and your family. I wish you all the best. <laughs> um, yeah. I, pretty good advice. She makes the, a lot of good points. The one thing of, uh, it may be wise to let your husband know that you ha- are on to him and have reported him to the yes. police. Um, Seems like. Uh, probably would skip that part. Yeah, that's not a part you see in horror movies or in the <laughs> Lifetime movies. We're like, going to skip real quick. Let me do an aside and tell the guy that's trying to kill me. Real quick, I'm going to be getting out of here. I'm going over here. Yeah, <laughs> just here's a, here's my forwarding address if you need to find me. Uh, <laughs> In two minutes, just to tell you my whole plan. Maybe this lady, yeah. maybe this lady's working with the husband, and this is uh, a <laughs> yeah, this, this is the hitman. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, I wish you all the best. Yeah. Uh, so that lady is definitely dead. Yeah, she's never been never been more dead than she is right now. Fuck. Cool. Um, this is uh, a. <clears throat> This is uh, more the lighter side, but uh, a certain type of... This is a guy ranting on Facebook about marriage and all that. Okay. And, uh, all right. he's, he's, got, um, he's got He's got. a certain way of looking at life. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> if my wife serves the children at dinner before me, she's no longer my wife. I just got home from a long 9 to 5 busting my ass for this food, our crib, and the mutual goals we share in life. Our kids have been at school, run around all day doing what kids do, acting a damn fool. <laughs> They'll be just fine waiting a little longer. If you don't understand this, you ain't a real woman and couldn't have possibly ever been with a real man. The princess or prince never comes before the king, and that's law. That is a certain type of old school. And that was your post you said? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I did not attribute it to me. <laughs> that was... <laughs> That is, uh, yeah, man. that is complete insane. Like, when I walk in this house, there better be food on the table. Yeah, that's insane. Did you have any of that growing up? Because my dad, Whoa. my dad was a little bit of that. No, a little no, bit. Of my that. dad was. My dad did all the cooking. 
cooking and cleaning with my dad. Well, my dad he did he did a lot of the cooking too, but it was um he would have issues with like the table being set improperly and things like that. Uh, He'd like blow his top if like the wrong forks were here or there. Really, it was really weird. And uh, it's just, I feel like if I can't imagine caring that yeah that's yeah it's, also I think I would prefer the kids being served so they like shut them off yeah and just like they can, you can send them off yeah, and you can enjoy your meal yeah. yeah like yeah let me enjoy my meal in peace and the kids are out of the fucking picture I it's a very odd I had uh, I had friends growing up whose dads would like eat by them like they would get home and like dinner would be ready but like nobody else would be home but they would eat by themselves and like go in and like go into their den or something right and like we're essentially just completely sap working on their trains or whatever like classic dad move (laughs) doing flight simulator for eight hours also my dad (laughs) oh man oh man this is bringing back some memories that we shouldn't be talking about oh boy (laughs) please continue all right hold on (laughs) All right. Uh, so, with any marriage, there's ups and downs. Of course, there's arguments, there's <laughs> disagreements. Sure. This is another question on Cora. Should I let my husband watch Game of Thrones if I find its representation of women and the relations between men and women, as depicted in the show, are offensive to all women? This can only go go well. <laughs> so here's the answer. Yeah. You should forbid him. Oh. TV shows, movies, music, books, magazines, and comics should also be banned while you're there. After all, they all tend to portray men as violent machos and women as adorable, beautiful creatures at the service of men. Coming to think of it, also forbid him to leave the house, because if he sees a billboard or enemy advertising depicting women as beauties and men as independent and strong, he might become completely messed up. In return, let him forbid you of gossiping with your friends, watch anything other than children's programs on TVs, watch movies, read books you want, and let him ban you from reading magazines as well. You never know when you may be seduced to become what you see, after all, so let him control you that for you. And you stand for equality, so you, when you forbid things for him, he can forbid things for you. Or you could treat each other as adults and trust him or respect you, even though he sees sexist content in daily life. In return, he may respect you to do the same. You're probably going to both live a better and richer life in either case. I completely forgot to warn you that in case you choose the first option, you have to make sure that at all costs his internet access is cut off. It seems that men often often use this medium to watch very women-unfriendly things. She just canceled him. Yeah. Just completely canceled that lady. Yeah, that was just a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek. Tongue in you think uh, so? See, I, I took it completely that was a dog. She, she dog-walked. <laughs> she dog-walked him. Uh, is that racist yet to say that? I'm sure it was racist to begin with. All right, great. We're fine. Cool. Um, yeah, that's just the question, like just the fact that you're thinking, like, should I let my husband watch this show because it's uh, not woke enough or whatever? It's just never, it's never going to go well. No. There's no, there's no positive conclusion to that. No. Uh, I have one more. If that's fine with you. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is just a quick little Twitter post. Um, and this sort of leads us into the the next category. Uh, this is a lady, uh, Annie Buck, on Twitter. Okay. She uh, she sent a, a message to Donald Trump, our president. She said, uh, "You are the greatest POTUS since JFK, who was killed when I was eight years old. The last POTUS literally destroyed my marriage of thirty plus years. Long story that I'm going to write a book about. 
Thanks for saving my grown children. And the USA. There's a big story there. I'd really, I want to get this book. I want to get Annie Buck's book. Anybody that like self-publishes a book. Well, now wait a minute. This could be a, this could be a, a random house, a, a penguin, a uh, <laughs> scholastic. It's gonna it's gonna be like Jesus Jesus tears ministries. Yeah, absolutely. Like Annie Buck is. I looked at some of her other posts, and they're uh, yeah, they're very. Uh, it's what you expect from someone with a. A, a, a nothing avatar on Twitter adding Donald Trump and expecting him to respond personally to yeah, their you, tweets. I was, you were on a roll with those. This I week. found I got a few more here. We'll uh, we'll get to because that's <laughs> that's how I discovered a bunch of good stuff with people who talk to Trump about their marriage. That's <laughs> 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 some really good tweets about that. All right. uh, do you have any more about marriage, or do you want to? No, we can go you on wanna, because that's a great lead into the uh, the next phase of every marriage, which is divorce. <laughs> every <marriage. laughs> so. Yes. Um, and divorce is very, it's a very tricky, touchy subject. Also, very fun. It's very funny online. There's a lot of great posts about it, and I think uh, Christian said he will lead off with a good post about divorce. This is from a forum, collectors forum. Oh, okay. Went on there. This is a little bit out of the ordinary, but I like yeah, it. So this is a this is an excerpt from this forum. Yes. People talking about what to do with their collections when they're getting divorced. Fortunately for me, I started collecting Funko Pops after my divorce. Oh, boy. However, I'm still waiting for the courts to decide on the $12,000 worth of Star Wars collectibles that my ex has been holding hostage for three oh, plus years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> you really boy, hate to I mean, see we, it. I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> My advice is to not spend $12,000 on Star Wars collectibles so you don't find yourself in that uh, predicament. $12,000. Wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a shame. Yeah, that sucks. That's depressing. <laughs> that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is kind of on the same topic of uh, things that uh, your spouse are keeping. This is, from again, from Ask Reddit. The thread was... Divorced people of Reddit, what did your former spouse obtain that should have been yours? Whew. There's a lot of good posts in this, but this one stood out to me. The dog we got together. We had the house before I met him, so I moved out. He wanted the pup because of the backyard, and it was better than the pup being in my apartment. It was in the divorce agreement that he kept her. Less than two months after the divorce was finalized, he got rid of her. Didn't tell me until weeks after he gave her away. I have no idea where she went. It broke my heart. Good lord. <laughs> so he he just they had a dog together and uh he just just straight up got rid of the fucking dog. Well, who is it that uh Oh boy. Who's the the psycho that stole Todd Kakenan or whatever the fuck his name is? Oh, no, that's now that's a name I haven't heard in a long, long time. <laughs> Didn't he steal his ex-wife's dog? I, you said it. It's and just then one he of murdered those. It? Is that just one of those conservative Twitter guys? Yeah, or something? yeah, yeah. But yeah, he like he like legitimately went insane. Like he killed he uh, killed his wife. Like he stole his ex-wife's dog and killed it. Or go ahead and put it in the comments down below. Please, you know yeah, what the let fuck us we're know talking what. Uh, I've definitely heard that name, and I just assume. I get him and Todd Starnes confused. The guy who loves piss, piss boy. Um, 
Yeah, any of those just uh, wacko conservative freaks online that uh, do things like that. I'm assuming they all have killed dogs at some point, so oh, it's not I even mean, a... It seems to be a running thread. It's not a novel novel story. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that's how I let off the divorce section, was uh, a dog being uh, disappeared by a <laughs> weird, weird ex-husband. Yeah, that's not fun. You got a prenup? Uh, no. Yeah. Like any normal person, yeah. I also do not have a prenup yeah. agreement because who the fuck cares? Yeah. This one's from our legal advice. Recently found out that my husband was divorced five times before we got married. Yikes. I recently found out that my husband divorced five times before we got married and every single time he was the one who asked for a divorce. I'm scared that he will leave me in the future but I can't leave him due to a contract which we signed before getting married, which if a person asks for a divorce without a valid reason, like cheating, that person only gets 20% of the divorce settlement instead of 50%. I don't think that he will cheat or give me any valid reasons since he has never cheated from what I was able to find. My main problem with this is that my monthly paycheck is three times bigger than my husband's, which means that if I ask for a divorce, I lose money for which I worked hard well, if he asked for a divorce, I would lose years of my life, and he wouldn't lose a lot of money. I don't know if he will ask for a divorce in a year or ten years, but I'm 99% sure that he will. So basically, this lady got flim-flammed by a straight-up con man. She got the old flim-flam by the uh, number... Uh, the divorce John- bandit. <laughs> yeah, Johnny number five here with his... Uh- Wow, five divorces. Five divorces and signed a contract that if you ask for a divorce, you only get 20% instead of 50. It doesn't go 50-50, so they would get 20 and the other person would get 80. That's incredible. And she makes three times what he does, which means that she would be giving him a third or two thirds of her. Yeah, I think I think he I think I think he knew that. I think he knew going. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, if you can imagine what the comments are, it's basically a. Uh, yeah, you need to talk to an attorney immediately. <laughs> cool. Isn't that fun? <laughs> can, can you imagine? Like your your wife was like, "Oh, I love you so." Hey, just real quick, can you sign this contract that says that if you ever ask for a divorce, I'm going to get two thirds of everything you own. From now and going forward, just, just real, just real quick. This guy's got a great. I love you so much. Great Griff going. Again, with a lot of Griffs, I respect it. You know, maybe not so much this one, but a lot of, well, I'll tell you what. My next marriage, I'm definitely setting up this contract. You think so? Is, well, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. And you're are you you're four in now? Um, three and a half. Okay, three and a half. Gotcha. Uh, so this is um. Speaking of uh, money involved with uh, marriage, this was this is just a simple post I found um, on Twitter. There's, this was a uh, a random article that was posted. It was uh, the wealthy country, Australians are the richest people in the world. Interesting. <laughs> this is this is a response by some guy named Brett, and Brit. Uh, Brit. Uh, some people just don't want to get off their lazy asses. Uh, that's why they are the bottom 20%. You doing a Jack Nicholson thing? The rest of the bottom <laughs> 20% is men who have been divorce raped in family court where the ex-wife took all the cash and prizes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I went to the profile and it's just a bunch of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. shit. Uh, is there more family court stuff? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. So this is a Twitter I found. Um, gentleman named Larry, whose at handle is T Nation Mess Hall. Not a hundred percent sure on that one. Teen Asian. No, 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 no. T Nation Mess Hall. T Nation Mess. Hall. And I think it's like Titan because he's a football guy. Oh, he's a football fellow. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think I used to watch the NFL as an excuse to sit in the air conditioning or lay on the couch and ask my ex-wife to fetch me a beer, turn down the AC, and tell me why she was leaving me. But she had to wait for halftime. So this fellow is just reminiscing. This yeah. was on Super Bowl Sunday. The good old days. Uh, he's reminiscing about when he, his old his old Philly used to bring him a beer, and then he'd say, Say, why are you, why are you splitting? Yeah. Also, can you turn up the AC and uh, shut the fuck up while I'm watching football, please? Oh, boy. Yeah. I see a lot of these sort of posts on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> um, uh, I found a post on uh, relationship advice. Divorce is on the table because husband and I cannot agree on a baby's name. Seems pretty pretty absurd, right? Sure. Well, yeah. We've been dating for a year, been married for two years. I got pregnant like seven months ago, so recently we started discussing name for the baby. Ever since, really <laughs> ever since we found out it's going to be a girl, my husband wants to name it like his ex's name. It's not any ex, but the one he dated for a long period of time and loved the most. In the beginning of our relationship, we had many problems because of her, but she moved away so the problems went away. He really loved her and he never hid that from me, but I thought it was over once she moved away. Now he made it clear that he wants the baby to have that name, and then I can name the second child. Ooh. When I asked him why does he want that name so badly, he said just because he and his ex didn't work out doesn't mean he doesn't want something to keep reminding him of her. Ooh. He doesn't understand <laughs> how much it's affecting me and keeps saying it's just the hormones. Ooh. Is he still in love with the ex, or is it normal that he wants to name our child like that? <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> That fucking sucks. Wow. (laughs) And she sounds so innocent and naive in this. Just like, you know, my husband just has this idea. I don't know. Is it normal? Is it weird? Instead Instead of, you know, taking a jackhammer to his head while he's asleep. She's just curious if this is a normal thing. Boy. Yikes. Yeah. Um... You want to hear his side of it, too. I want to hear about those tales with that lady. I want to hear about the insane sex they had and all that. It had to be fucking mind-blowing for him to pins and needle on the wall. Very um, weird that he wouldn't wear... If that's the case, why would you name your daughter after her? I think these are fucked up people, is my... Well, no shit. They're... They're on this show, folks. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, they uh, they made the, the podcast, so... They have some issues with them that probably shouldn't be made fun of, but here we are. Go on. This is actually a nice one. This is oh, a fun, great. This is a funny one. This All is right. one I found that I just thought was funny, so this will be a good... Get your chuckles ready, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is from a gal, Kristen Arnett, on Twitter, whose handle is at Kristen Arnett. That classic, you use your real name as your Twitter handle. My ex-wife stopped by, told me she was drunk, and then tried to do a pull-up in my doorway. <laughs> Look at my strength, is what she said right before she fell down. Ah. <sighs> Just a cute little story there. Your <laughs> ex-wife showing up drunk, trying to do a life. <laughs> trying to do a pull up in your doorway and just busting her ass. That's great. 
That's one of those that makes a great uh, Instagram video, one of those meme pages. Oh, yeah. yeah. Drunk People Doing Things is a great Instagram you should follow. Now that's your personal Instagram? So um, that's the, the, live, the live cam I have on you during our podcast reviews. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was actually thinking about getting really drunk during this one just because... Just I'm looking at your can layout here, and it's... Uh, I think you'll be all right tonight. <laughs> this is a post on a Facebook group called uh, Men's Divorce. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Um, it was just an article... You know, this is, a, this is a, it's a group that just sort of posts, you know, like advice for men going through divorce. Suppose this article with this description: As a father, you are more than just someone who pays child support. You are an active and engaged parent in your child's life. Mm. Great. A gentleman named uh, Ted Schmidt <laughs> responded to that: Until the child becomes an adult and refuses to speak to. Ah. So I scrolled down the page a little bit more, and I found some more Ted Schmidt posts. I'm sure you did. Here's another one. This was a, regardless of the custodial situation, fathers have an impact on their children and should be allowed to be active parents that they want to be. Ted said, unless the kid is brainwashed by the other parent and refuses to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another post, uh, for everything they do for us, we want to wish all the dads a very happy Father's Day. <laughs> Ted said, Thank you, even if our kids want nothing to do with us because of their mother's lies. <laughs> Boy. Ted's having a time. Um, yeah, Ted's going through some stuff. I, uh, Ted's I, has some stuff going on right now. I am friends with like some of my, my, my friend's parents on Facebook, yeah. and this is like this is like what they post. I see a few Ted Schmitz out there. Oh, yeah. Like, Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm uh, spending it alone, as usual, because oh. my children... And then they'll, like, tag their kids in it. Ooh, oh, no. Boy. <laughs> oh, no. That is... And then, of course, you see there's, like, heart, 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 uh, laughing response. Like, oh, God. That's... Mm, nothing from the kids, either. Just Brutal. Oh, no, no, no. Brutal. Brutal. Mm, my goal in life is to not be doing that in 20 years with my kids. <laughs> I could. I'll, it'll. I'll probably be one of those guys, just knowing my own trajectory. Divorced. Oh, just like kids. Just well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom's great. You. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> my dad has a podcast. <laughs> Dad's still doing a podcast <laughs> thirty years after it was relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't relevant when he was doing it. Uh, please continue, Christian, as I drink myself over here. Oh, God. It's from a website I've never been to before called Lorato. Okay. Can't wait. What do we got? After marriage, I find that my husband was already married. What to do? Oh. (laughs) We have been married for 10 years now. We have an eight-year-old daughter. At the time of my marriage, my husband had a name of another woman in his passport which he did not disclose to us. Years later, I come to know about this, and he gave lame excuse for the same. He does not have any divorce deed or document supporting death of the mentioned name. I do not trust him. Can my marriage stand illegal based on this? I want to end this marriage, and he is not ready to divorce me. Please suggest. I want the custody of my child alone. So this is a little bit of a... uh, Yeah. Yeah. ESL. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which actually continues into the answers. ETL. 
Hi, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he can be charged for bigamy, but you have to prove the relationship with another woman as wife. As you have the sufficient proof with the name mentioned in the passport in the wife's column, is it's itself a sufficient proof of marriage unless he shows the death and divorce decree, and you can also make complaint before police authority for the fraud committed by your husband, and you should file a divorce on the basis that showing the reason of cruelty and cheating, and you should claim maintenance from him, and definitely you will get the custody of your child. Regards, um, this guy has like a two-point rating on that. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, Dear client, yes, you can make police complaint against your husband for bigamy and can also go for annulment of marriage. For further clarification or assistance, you can call or meet me. Um, this guy has a 4.3. He's pretty good. Ask me what kind of legal issue I'm facing. Don't worry for sure. All assistance would be given to you, and if you are right from your side, all right would be restored and protected. Don't know what the fuck that means. No. Under the legal recourse and procedure, and for any further information, please feel free to contact me and fix an appointment with me. So basically, this is just a uh, a bunch of East Indian people trying to get legal right. advice. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's going too well for anybody involved. Well, they're all speaking to each other in a language they don't speak. <laughs> Seems like right. a bad idea. <laughs> You're bringing the legalese into it and not good. They, they, yeah. Uh, well, they can't, yeah, legalese is one of the languages they can't speak in addition to English. <laughs> uh, and on the same sort of note, um, this is a, uh, this was a post. All right. <laughs> this one completely blew my mind when I saw it. This is a post on the Divorce Karma Facebook page. This is from a gentleman just making a post, like a visitor post to it. My name is Barry Cruz. All thanks go to Dr. Oku for saving my marriage from tearing apart. I feel so grateful and only have good words about a powerful spellcaster named Dr. Oku who helped me bring back my wife. We had been apart for three months. At first, I was thinking if I was doing the right thing by contacting a spellcaster, but I so much love my wife and won't give her up for anything in this world. I decided to contact Dr. Oku through his mail address I found on several testifies messages online, and I told him about my situation. He laughed and told me my wife would be back to me in the next 48 hours. I felt it wasn't going to happen at first until my wife called me and was so eager to have me back more than anything on earth. Now we are together and she can't do without me, and both of us are happy. I feel so happy sharing this testimony because there is no negative act attached to his work. His work was smooth and fast. Thanks to Dr. Oku for bringing back happiness to my life. This is like a love potion number nine situation. Is this guy one? found a spellcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw that, I thought that was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. But then I saw four more unrelated posts about spellcasters bringing divorced couples. Same doctor? No. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, there's something uh, online where... Uh, Gentlemen resort to spellcasters to get their estranged wives back, and uh, none of them are necessarily uh, English-speaking folk. Sure. So, do you like the line about that? No one was harmed. There was. Yes, yeah, certainly. <laughs> the the guys cast a good spell. <laughs> no side effects. Oh man, that sucks. This is actually along the same lines. Yes, please. This is a uh, this is on the Divorced Men Facebook page from a guy named Charles Ben. 
good news to the general public. It is a well-known fact that free masonry slash Illuminati consists of multi-millionaires and billionaires who have major influence regarding most global affairs, including the planning of the New World Order. Many world leaders, presidents, prime ministers, royalty, and senior executives of major Fortune 500 companies are members of Freemasonry. Now, for the first time in history, we are opening our door to the masses. If you would like to join Freemasonry for membership, contact me here on Facebook by adding me and sending me messages. Note, serious-minded people welcome for membership. Do not provoke the priest or else you shall be dealt with. Yikes. So, I don't think that's how you go about uh, getting them. You don't think that's how you get to. I don't think so. I think you have to be uh, brought into the fold by somebody. You know, they well, put it on Facebook. Well, I guess it's good. Hey, I mean, just don't provoke the priest. That doesn't necessarily have anything to do with uh, divorce, but I like that it was on the divorce page for sure, guys who are going through a rough patch <laughs> and like I want to, you know, I want to find, you know, what to do with my divorce. How about I join the Illuminati? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I could I do that. I wear a really big stovepipe hat and just hang out in a dark room with a Maybe bunch I of can, other creeps. Maybe I can control the world. Maybe I'll just do that real Lord. quick. Anything else? Are you good? I'm spent. Well, that was uh, that was your, actually. I, before we go, I want to do one quick thing because we talked about people uh, adding Donald Trump. <laughs> adding Donald Trump. We said. This is a, a series of three tweets from a guy named Mike J five three one six eight five three seven. Okay, and he sent these three <laughs> tweets to Donald Trump. All right. The first one was in August two thousand seventeen. I put my marriage on the line voting for you. Now don't make me a liar or a white wing conspiracy. Expose hashtag I stand with Trump. January <laughs> January two thousand eighteen. <laughs> Dear President Trump, I'd like to see some justice soon for Barack Obama and Hillary Rodden Clinton. I risk my marriage voting for you. My wife of 30 years hasn't looked at me in the same way. I'm a stranger now. She believes it's all a right-wing conspiracy and somehow I fell for your BS. Help. Thanks. One week later. Hello, President Trump. My wife of 30 years left me today. Mainstream media has turned her into a Trump hater slash pro-Clinton. I ask you to bring forth the corruption. I love my wife. My boys are at a loss. Correct the virus. Thank you for your time counting on you. So we got to witness in real time uh, what happens to dudes who are mainlining Trump into their veins. So in closing, uh, this special episode of of love... And all the great things so that got it in go there. along with it. You got it in there. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, what do you say? What, what, what are your thoughts? I really, God, I couldn't imagine going through a divorce. Okay. I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time, though. Now, I just, yeah. the, the people, some of the things that people, A, some of the reasons people get divorced, divorced I saw online are insane. Some of the reasons people get married yes. are insane. Um, some of the things people do after they get divorced. I found a lot of uh, my mom and dad are dating again after getting divorced. Huh. Stuff, yeah. Which, uh, well, it's like the movie It's Complicated, right? What the hell is that? All right. So, yeah, it's a divorce, uh, the whole thing. Uh, it is amazing how many people you see get married, and then it, it seems like they were dating for like a couple months and then just yeah fuck it let's just get married they don't 
people who don't really quite grasp what Click. it means yeah. to get married, and huh. then people who get divorced who may not understand what that means either. So, in other words, there's a lot of really stupid people online, and folks, we're here for it. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, I'd like to ask you something, Christian. Hold on. <laughs> was there a uh, was there a post? you saw this week that made you say this, this ain't, ain't it chief yeah there was all right let me get it up here quick please look. get it up here real quick so this was uh i actually found this this is a news article sure that I found unprecedented for this unprecedented yes inaugural I'm not sure what that is uh, that I found from a tweet somebody tweeted this headline and then I had to find the news article here's the headline lawyer forces evacuation of courthouse after an abundance of bed bugs pour from his suit oof (laughs) yikes let me read this for you good 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 an Oklahoma courthouse was forced to evacuate after a nonchalant lawyer arrived into a courtroom with an abundance of bed bugs falling out of his clothing. Rogers County Courthouse was evacuated and eventually closed Monday <laughs> after a lawyer brought in the blood-sucking insects to a third-floor courtroom. God, I'm going to laugh. Okay. Yeah. God damn. Rogers County Sheriff Scott Walton t- told the news that the man had bugs literally crawling all over him. It's hard to imagine someone doesn't know, you know, that bed bugs are crawling all over them, certainly in abundance. The sheriff told News on 6 that another person in the courtroom was first to spot the biting insects on the lawyer. A a courthouse user noticed them and said she could visibly see something crawling on his neck, which was later found to be bed bugs. He had also placed his jacket over some file folders, and when his jacket was moved, bed bugs were discovered there. Rogers Rogers County Courthouse head of security Mark Clark said the man was very nonchalant about the situation on the Uh courtroom. Yeah. I don't even think he cared, Clark said. Yeah. Pest control was called in once the building was empty to people. We cleared the courtroom, but we also had inmates in the courtroom, which caused concern. So at the time, we evacuated everybody from the courtroom, Clark said. Sure, sure. We were certainly not happy with someone coming in that condition. It inconveniences everyone else in the building. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right to. You're right. <laughs> I read that and I said, "This, is, yeah. this ain't a cheap." I God, can you just some? It's yeah. like a, some nightmare before Christmas bullshit with the Oogie Boogie Man. The Oogie Boogie Man. Yeah, I saw. Um, we, uh, my wife and I watched a an episode of Hoarders recently, where the guy had a disgusting house that was thousands of cockroaches everywhere. He would just be standing there in his kitchen, just moving things around. This peacock was just crawling over to things all over him, everything. He was very nonchalant about it. And I think just like snap one of them and eat it. I, I think it's just the same sort of just clearly crazy mental mental issues. This is, this is a lawyer now. That is. Can you imagine like if Never you heard were the a guy. Never lawyer with a mental issue. It's, it's hard to imagine. I'm just thinking if you're like the guy that like hired this guy and you're like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's a bed bug lawyer. Over dude. Now that is a defense. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Fuck. boy. Yeah, this ain't it, Chief, to that. Yeah. Um, I, I have two. Okay. 
the first one, uh, it's a quick one. This is uh, from a lady named Cassie Cho on Twitter. She got uh, ratioed big time this week for this tweet. Friendly reminder that you don't get to celebrate Lunar New Year unless you're literally from a country that does or if you're invited by someone who is from a country that does. So, uh, if the uh, if you're if you if you don't live in a country, but if you're not from a country that's celeb- well, that's also a problem. But uh, yeah, she's saying um, you're not allowed to celebrate. But I, I get the, yeah the pro- or not invited to do it. Right. So yeah, she just she's uh, one of these just woke dumbasses. No, no, online. it's I know it's a completely like woke. The 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 friendly reminder opening is is a telltale that somebody's uh. about to. Blow really some smoke off. up your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a non, it's just it's a non sequitur. It's a stupid thing. It's just like, I I guess to me it's just like a yeah no shit. It's like if you're not of African American descent, you're not going to celebrate Kwanzaa. It's so like, you agree oh. you agree with this shit? Oh you oh, oh what am I wrong? Or do you agree with her her woke take? Are you celebrating sh- Lunar New Year? Well, you're saying you, you can't celebrate no, Lunar no, no, New Year. No, 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 no. Well, that's what she's saying. You're not allowed to celebrate it. Oh, oh, no. I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, she's saying you're not allowed to celebrate it unless you're from these, this place. Who cares? Well, see, that's what a healthy person with a normal brain would think. But Cassie Cho thinks you're, not, you're literally not allowed to celebrate it if you're someone who's not from one of these countries okay because it's um i would guess racist or something like that would be cultural cultural appropriation appropriation. that's the big one yeah um is there like a governing body that decides if you're allowed to do this stuff i mean it's 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 like the whole cinco de mayo thing this is just really the this is that level of online wokeness where you become more racist by being so woke where you're like, yeah, we need to separate cultures. They shouldn't mix together is what she's yeah. really getting at. Ultimately, it's you like... You see a lot of that, though. Like, where it's oh, like yeah. so... Well, that's 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 the total online stuff where it's like, yeah, you're you're white and you're black. Yeah, you can't... You're not allowed to mix your race because that's, <laughs> that's cultural appropriation to have children with someone of a different race. Uh, and this... Uh, my other one, uh-huh. a little more fun... Uh, this is a post from the subreddit uh, Apex Legends. Apex Legends is some new uh, video game. Oh, okay. Just came out. Uh, There's already a subreddit for it. I'm not sure the exact age of this, but from what I understand, it it's like it had. I just read it has like three million players in the first couple days or something. Yeah, like but that. like it, I think it literally came out like three days ago. When you have that many people, it's bound to be. And these are gamers. It's got a very popular subreddit already. Um. So uh, there's an issue with the game. Uh, there's some SJW bullshit going on. So this is a, a gentleman posting on Apex Legends saying, EA, please make Gibraltar a straight character. I've been grinding the game and I have almost 60 kills as Gibraltar and he's by far my favorite character in Apex. Today I read a post about Gibraltar's background and it said he had a boyfriend and therefore he was gay. Please, EA and Respawn, don't make him a gay character. He's already my main, and I can't be playing as a fag in this game. <laughs> Thanks, and I hope you take my suggestion into consideration. Oh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Shit, dude. Oh, uh, boy. 
just yeah this is this is one of those classic uh things where it's like you know to me it like it is kind of silly that there is such an emphasis on trying to make video game characters for like an online multiplayer thing like be this woke thing where it's like like because like most characters in this game are like black and or gay or whatever right and it's like great fine whatever it's kind of silly that they have to do that to like to to push that out there because of how much it was the other way yeah but then you have the the other response which is the white guys who think their world is being destroyed yeah, because of because it. it's not like yeah. a white heterosexual guy. Yeah, and it's it's guys like this who think like, yeah, I'm playing as this character and I can't, I I really don't want to do that because it makes <laughs> me gay. I guess like yeah, that that is a weird thing. It's like I can't connect with my video game character. Yeah. So, you know, like Bad. It is, the fact that he's like a big strong guy doesn't also like you know he's like in shape and can move around that doesn't f- make you feel disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> you know how he's like jumping up and like rolling around and being athletic. Shouldn't you be upset at that too? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're in your <laughs> yeah. gaming rig. Yeah, yeah. They never seem to care about that sort of thing. It's always there the is fact. This a weird. It, it's a, again. It's we keep hitting on this. It's that you got to have something to complain about. You got to be oppressed yeah no one can just be well obviously many, most people are don't give a shit three, again three million people playing this game in the first couple hours couple days whatever 99% are just playing and having fun yeah it's that 1% that are constantly online posting and have the world's worst opinions about everything yeah uh, the uh, it reminds me of the when the new the remake of She-Ra came out. We, we all remember where we were when that happened. Yeah. We, it was <laughs> recent, um, <laughs> and there's like some backlash about like, uh, you know, bring it out. And there's like two male characters, and they're wearing belly shirts, and we're supposed to connect with these guys. It's like, why are you? Why are you want? If you're like a an adult man, why are you? She just enjoy it as a. No? Okay. I guess you won't. Then. No, no, no. Right. No, no, no. It's just... That's what I'm saying. It's not, for, like, you. It's not for yeah, you, right? It's just so can't. it's like, either take it or don't. Like, it's... Yeah. Who cares? Literally, who cares? It's just... Where we are going is to patreon.com slash report this post where you will find four bonus episodes a month. We've already released a couple on there. Uh, people seem to enjoy them. Uh, there's been no hate mail yet, so yeah, we can we assume by that that people love them. Um, I just did my first drawing for the $25 tier today. Yes. I sent it out. Got some good responses on it from the folk, the guy that I sent it to. So Yeah. We uh yeah, go check out the different tiers and the different uh fun prizes. Uh we have uh t-shirts we're going to be doing soon. There's t-shirts available now if you join the $10 or the $25 tier. Uh otherwise we're going to have t-shirts available for the uh, the general public. Uh, so we're working on. We got some stuff cooking. We're really we're getting fired up. Read more content, more stuff. We we do a bunch of posts on the Patreon as well. Just fun little fun little things that we like to post. That's all you. And uh, otherwise, go to twitter.com/slash report this post. Follow us. Go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Thirty-eight reviews. Thirty-eight reviews. That's 
almost 40 reviews. A Very close. You great could be number. the 40th review. If you could be the lucky guy to be number 40. No way to tell, though. So Yeah. Hey, so who luck. the fuck knows or cares? <laughs> Just go on there and rate it. You might see the number go up to 40, and you can assume that's you. You can assume you're that magical number. Uh, or you could be number 50 if you guys all get together and go there and rate. Uh, if not, whatever. We'll see you again next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.